This is the Becoming Truth podcast with Conscious Channel Jean Christian, words of inspirational guidance for an awakening humanity. The Landscape of Post-Traumatic Stress is where I'm going to enter into and listen, explore its depths, its meaning, and its understanding. First of all, to define post-traumatic stress, what's meant by that is stress states that are trapped in the body and in the emotion and in the mind from previous traumatic experiences, experiences that are no longer happening now, aren't in the present moment reality, but are still felt expressed and lived as though they are. Using the word landscape means the quest to understand how that works, how is all that trapped, where is it trapped, and why, and what is the way out of that, what is the healing understanding to be free of that constantly lived trauma state. Guidance begins showing the picture of an example of someone who may be in a setting such as a war zone where there's gunfire, where there's airplanes, there's bombers, there's fear, there's intense danger everywhere, unquestionable and real. There is the sense of threat in every moment, at all times, even if it's silent. This creates the epitome of the stress state in the senses, in in the person, in our example. This is imprinted into every nerve ending, into every sense. This penetrates all aspects of the body and its function, because the the main feeling is fear for survival. The main feeling is extreme unsafety and the need to create safety. In this example then, the person that we are looking at is finding the place to hide. 
And in that hiding place, all these stressors are reduced. There is the sense of possibility for survival and safety. It's a positive experience in the whole embodied nervous system, mind, motion. A place where one can relax, can let down a little of the tension within. And in this dark hiding place, there is a sense of possibility for life of safety and of continuance of life. This is a very powerful backdrop. The sense of comfort and the sense of possible companionship and hope all come into the hiding place. Not only that, but the hiding place was self-chosen and found. So there is the even greater experience of control, of I found this place of safety, and this place of retreat where I can relax, let down, have a deep rest from the intensity and the extremity of the danger. These two experiences, these examples of being out in the bright firing zone of extreme danger, extreme threat into the hiding place, these become a whole body, whole soul experience. What is the soul but the very living being within that wants to live in this body? The egoic animal self, the human self, wants to live and is programmed to live. Its greatest desire is to live. The soul's greatest desire is to exist in or out of the body, yet while in the body it fuses with egoic self, human self, to exist. The greatest calling is to exist, to live. Translate that down to survive, to be alive, to hang on to life. So all these gestures, these mechanisms of fear, threat, driving to survival, driving to hiding, to the comfort of the hiding place, the place of retreat where one's very senses can relax to some degree, are deeply embedded into that person's body into their emotional field, into their mind field, and into their greater awareness as a soul. This experience 
of such contrast and such extreme, extremely felt, seen, thought, embeds itself. It embeds itself for the purpose of further survival, further safety, further ensured existence. It embeds itself as a never-to-be-forgotten skill to find the hiding place and a never-to-be-forgotten experience of survival, of control, of capacity. Never to be forgotten because this is programmed in to exist to survive. Programmed into the physical form, to the animal form, to the emotional form. And we could say subtly so at the soul level there as well. To exist is a very deep programming of creation. And in these driven situations, such as what happens in this world, this can be expressed at a very primal level, a very animal, cellular level. To exist means to hide and to always know where the hiding place is, always know how to get to it. It is a small and yet huge victory to find the hiding place, to know where it is, to know you can find it, to know you can stay in it as long as you need to. Now, in reality, in this history of human being, that hiding place has been found. The hiders have been found and brought forward, usually and often, to even greater stresses and death. All that is held in the memory. That failure to keep the hiding place, that failure to have that control to ensure existence is all stored as a memory. All these experiences, both in their extreme forms or in their non-extreme forms, leave a story that needs to continue to unfold, the unfinished story. It holds in stasis, in waiting, the evolution of that being. Therefore, the intention of this learning of post-traumatic stress and its healing and resolution is important because these states that are remembered and held, these trauma states that are stored as living reality in the being, become great limitations and blocks to further growth and further awareness. There becomes this belief that that's the most important element of survival is safety and defense. Comforts that mean I have enough, enough food. I have enough 
roof. I have enough warmth. I have enough acclaim. Enough love. All of these can be sourced for the need for safety and for survival. So knowing how to heal and understand this landscape is important. Even one who is quite free of the stress, quite on the path of their evolving and awakening, can have surfaced within them these deeper memories, these deeper experiences. They can be triggered without conscious realizing how and get caught into a sadness or a depression or a defense and not even know why they're doing it. So complex and deep is the layering of our beingness, our memories, our experiences. The intention of this teaching is to understand what to do with when this is triggered and when this experience that is barely remembered or not begins to nudge its way into the senses over and over, perhaps, creating depressive states that make no sense or anxiety states that make no sense, that create behavior patterns that are unnecessary that are full of defense and blocking, filled with an unhappiness that has no real reason to be there. Now there are many that are still held in current trauma that can easily point at the unhappiness state they're in or the defense state they're in because it's right there. The source of their danger and their threat is right there. Many communities in this world are in the active state of trauma, and individuals within it are in the active state of survival. But there are many that aren't. There are many communities and areas in this human realm and world at this time where there is freedom and there is goodness and peace, where there is opportunity And yet still this state of hunger, of greed, of fear, of needing utter dominion, of anxiety and nervous system disorders, depressions, addictions, still occurs. This is the landscape of post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress can further be defined by the simple imagery experience of when one is in tremendous danger, chased by a bear, chased by a tiger, or chased by an abuser, a man with a gun, running for their very life, saving themselves, hiding. But then, 
ten years, twenty years later, even a small cat, a little kitten, can trigger the run. Or a little puppy that's the same color as the bear can trigger the racing, heart-pounding run into hiding. Or another man that has a similar feature with a similar voice tone or movement can trigger the very same response. Is it now? Is it from before? Is this real now? Or is this triggered from the depth of my being? Further to this landscape is the greater understanding that we are more than just the product of this life. We are a continuum being. We continue through the lives of experiences. Each life will have many points of wonder, of tremendous beauty and victory and gain. And each life may have tremendous fear and death and anguish. It is these strong, powerful moments and all that's held in them, all the sounds, smells, tastes, context, choices, that are held and stored in the energetic memory of our being, in the same way that happens within one life. And these stored experiences, whether we're speaking of this life or another, a previous, they are there for resolution. They sit there until they are resolved or healed or dispelled. They sit there as active states, embedded, buried, until they surface into true consciousness, a real consciousness, a chosen consciousness, lifted into the awareness, understood, and the reprogramming can occur, where the very strength and maturity of that being, that soul, can reprogram themselves into a true reality of this is not now, this is from before. Even if not well remembered before, even if not remembered other than a feeling from before, it can be recognized and affirmed every time. This isn't now, this is from before. This is what I carry within me. This isn't what's happening to me right now. This is the very first step in this resolving healing, is this differentiation and recognition of is this the present or is this the past? And as one goes further into that, they can recognize the difference in the feeling of a current fear or trauma or anxiety currently arising, currently produced, to one that is surfacing from the basement and the depths of being. They have a different feel. They have a different place, even, where they're felt in the body. A different 
frequency. They have the feeling of something submerged, pushing up and rising, disturbing the mind and the senses and the emotions, causing irrational reactions, where people around are quite clearly confused or upset because it, there's no place for it. It's not making sense. And even the mind, when it contemplates what's happening, it doesn't make sense. It was just a kitten. It was just a new friend walking through the door, someone I'd never met. It was just a little bundle of, of a black furry dog. It wasn't a bear. It wasn't a tiger. It wasn't a soldier. The willingness and the readiness to be free. This is in the very programming as well. Programming of the soul. To be free. To be itself in freedom. To be expanded into the fullness of itself without limitation. Without great cramping, reducing patterns that floor it, flatten it, deaden it. The maturity and the readiness to be free, to be actually at peace and actually happy, if not joyful, is the premise for this work. It's where the energy and the courage comes from. Not an impatience with oneself in any way, or regret, not a self-pitying, nor an indulging in victimhood, but more I am ready to see the difference between what was and what is. I'm ready to patiently accept the triggers that I've been going through over and over and over again, and compassionately recognizing the pain that I've been in over and over again. Yet in this bright moment of readiness, I can drop and let go, let it flow behind me like debris in the wake of a boat. I am going forward into the new water, the new bright water. I don't need to drag this behind me anymore. Each moment is clean and clear and new, and it isn't always a moment of beauty. It may be a moment of tragedy, but still it's only this moment, and it's only the tragedy of this moment. Therefore one can meet each moment with the fullness of their being and not be pulling in the very heavy anchors of triggers from the past. One can meet that tragedy with strength, with assistance and ability, with skill, with that which can actually help the people there or the situation there, rather than being completely swamped by the deep triggers that are being triggered and activated. This is the look of the healing of post-traumatic stress. 
is to differentiate and recognize when one is being triggered by the past, the experiences and the realities of the past, by what is occurring in the present. To accept it. To have compassion. Yes, that was so painful. But then to turn to the moment and say, this is now. This is what's happening now. This is who's here now. And I can meet now, only with now, only with who I am now. I can understand now, just as now, not as before added on top of now. This is the consciousness practice of deep healing, of what's held in psyche, in body, in emotion, and in soul, from this long continuum of lives and being, or shall we shorten it from the long life of days and nights? The human being is an ongoing spirit of existence and of magnificent consciousness, continually evolving into that magnificence. In order to move into that widest range of capacity of intelligence and knowing and being, one must be able to see behind them. One must be able to recapitulate and look back and be able to know that was then and this is now. I was there and I've gained depth and experience from then, but I'm not trapped and bound and programmed. I do not repeat then. I use then for knowledge, for awareness, for retrospect, for hindsight, and for the material for wisdom of what didn't work for my own choices, for humanity's choices. And then I turn around to forward and I move into the, the new moments empowered by that wisdom and free of that weight. The human being can only evolve through the efforts and the works of, of such consciousness work. The evolution is slow only because no attention is given to all this. Reactivity is non-choice triggers over and over again into actions, words, decisions, gunfires, our unconsciousness. Unconsciousness reigns with no efforts given to change it. Patterns repeat unless that higher pattern of awareness is inserted and shifts it 
dispels it and changes it. The human being has this tremendous capacity to change patterns, to change the past and to change the programming within their own bodies, their own minds, their own identities. You don't need to be held to an identity of victimhood and trauma. You don't need to carry it into every birth or into every year. You can insert a higher order of awareness into your being and into your life. You can bifurcate, move up, change your paradigm and change your program. Post-traumatic stress states never go away, but they can change into elements of the story that gave foundation to your wisdom and that gave compassion to your heart, strength to your body, strength to your sense of the ability to survive, the preciousness of living, of surviving. How many survivors stories of the Holocaust use the rest of their life to teach non-racism, to teach equality, to live in an extreme gratitude and service to humanity. This is how they've transformed their post-traumatic stress, is they've bifurcated and lifted it up to a higher programming within to help teach humanity from the very suffering they went through. This is happening in the world now. With all the movements towards equality of blacks, of First Nations. This is all healing of post-traumatic stress happening in cultures and communities as a whole. Understand there is no such thing as being trapped helplessly with no control in the dark room of hiding. The dark room of hiding doesn't need to be the mechanism to survive. Suppression, denial, curling up to a depressive state where it's safer in bed, away from people, does not need to be a continued survival mechanism. True survival that is designed for this human spirit is to step into that higher wisdom. Wherever the trauma can lead you in that way, even if it is spiritually to know, I can't die. They can't kill me. There is no army of gunfire that can kill me. I am a continuingly existing being. I always live in the control of my own self. 
I have choice every second of the time, every moment. I could stand outside of this cave, right in the gunfire, and choose to exist in a full glory of being, even while the bullet is ripping through my chest. I exist. I can choose to live in a higher paradigm of self-identity, not as just the child, the animal, the physical human under threat of starvation and death, but I can choose to live as a soul and a heart of compassion, the true human model of loving being, of conscious capacity. Even if I only had another day in this setting to use it to soothe, to uplift, to love. Because that one day was only the day of this body. The soul has endless days. And whatever powerful experience you have chosen and created in this body is what carries with you. If you chose that one day only to be gracious and giving and loving, that stays with you. That is your new programming for the next life or the next spell of your existence time. Or if you chose that last moment to be ferociously angry and bitter and defeated, that's what you carried forward. That is the powerful experience programmed into your being. You come into the next birth, all fists, all squall, all anger, living out what you created until you learn to choose and to choose what is uplifting and ongoing and powerful and peace-filled and building not only for your being but every being around. It is more about everyone around. The mirror is all around you, show you. Because when you died that day in loving grace of giving, everyone else was sweetened and lifted. It didn't really matter if they had a few days left or not. They understood something beautiful. The sweetness, the eternity of the human spirit. They were glad that they were that and that you showed them that. You helped them die with that power. The gist of this is to understand how to address the post-traumatic stress state when it arises. Not to choose reactivity, not to choose to dive in and re-experience it all, re-traumatize yourself and everyone else around. Every time you lower yourself, you lower everyone that you're in contact with. Reactivity is a sign of unconscious behavior. Choose to recognize first the post-traumatic stress feeling 
identifying if it is from the past or if it's truly in the moment. Making that space, that recognition of where you really are at, and most importantly, what's really happening right now, in the now. Drawing on your soul's capacity, your soul's knowledge and wisdom. How do I meet right now? What is the best way to meet this moment now? This trigger that's come up, this situation that's come up. How can I meet this situation so it sweetens my path and everyone else is around? Building forward into that magnificence of human soul, human becoming. <laughs>